0: Hi, I'm Kate and I'm Mandy and this
1: is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious and today's episode is 102 and we are just having a chat, Mandy and I, uh, today because we're going to revisit our own toolkits, our sober toolkits, and look at some resources that we've come across that we've liked over the last few months. Yeah, and just kind of encourage that, I suppose, that the spirit of inquiry that that we can sometimes like assume that we've got it down and then just go, oh, okay, I hadn't noticed I'd changed. So, yeah, we're encouraging that kind of little look into the toolkit to see uh, what we might add in, what we have added in, what's working, what can be chucked out, etc. We're going to marry condo our sober toolkit, basically. <laughs> How are you doing, man?
0: Uh, not too bad, thanks. Yeah, uh, very stormy here, um, and yeah, it's half term, so I'm a bit like, mm, don't really know what to do other than <laughs> watch TV, <laughs> <the kids."> yeah. <laughs> other than like, yeah, so I
1: yeah but I'm all right. yep yeah, thanks. Hmm. How are you? Oh, I don't know. I really don't know right. <laughs> like, so basically, you know because I texted you really early this morning where I got up at like half past six. And I was like, I went to bed last night thinking, oh, it's amazing. I don't have to go up for school. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to talk to Mandy at nine. And then it's all like, la, la, la. And then I basically, I woke up and I got up and both the kids immediately got up and wanted something. And I was so angry. I was like, you've got to be fucking joking me. So... And I did say, you know, that I was really huffing and puffing. And then my son was like, well, what's wrong with you? And I just said, look, I'll get up this time morning to be bloody left alone. <laughs> In my, like, warm mothering kind of way. I was just like, Jesus. Anyway, look, they, they're, you know, they're fine and I'm fine. Oh, and then there was no milk. So I had to drive to the garage to go and get some milk. So I couldn't even have a cup of tea so that, it was that, not good. that was the
0: uh yeah
1: yeah it wasn't the that best was the, that was the second text message was it, it was like, <laughs> yeah. the kids are up and there's no milk i was like oh
0: gosh yeah <laughs> then things really are like challenging yeah
1: but apart from that you know i'm all right it's half term here two it is rainy um the chickens are fine despite my scary dream about the chickens last night um yeah, so you know we're all right, but I do think it's quite timely that we're looking in the toolkit. I think we've got that autumn kind of need to adjust the self care mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, where to start? Um.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I. I guess it's quite interesting when you said the marie condoing are, kind of toolkit or whatever you know and essentially from that it's like you know her the whole sort of uh, Connie Mari method is about you know what sparks joy isn't it yeah it's kind of like having a look at your life and your habits and the things that you do and it's like well what sparks joy or like what what is my enjoyment factor in in this or or how can I kind of up that you know how can I sort of
1: yeah. How can I rinse this?
0: Yeah, make it kind of uh maximize it in yeah. a, in a way, you know, and mm. and sort of so that's been quite interesting for me in terms of food and eating because I realised that I was really not sparking much joy with stuff I was eating. I was just like kind of just yeah, really mindless, just like oh uh, like breakfast, you know, bread and jam and a cup of tea. That's quite that still sparks a little joy. But I gave up butter, which was my whole favorite part of the the breakfast experience. So it's, it's less joyful now. So I'm still working on that. But like for lunch, then it'd be like, oh, just like have a sandwich. And, you know, it's just, but it just, I wasn't getting any, I wasn't even really pausing when I was eating. I was mm. just like eating for the, the sake of just the, oh, like it's that time, not even asking myself if I was hungry. So I made a kind of conscious decision just to make sure like I got some nice stuff to make salads and stuff for lunch. Um, and it's been sparking because I was like, well, what sparks joy? Like, what do I really like when I go out other than like a burger and chips, which I have occasionally? But um, and actually I don't even like the chips, to be honest. I just so I have a burger and a salad now. And that's not because I'm like pious and like, oh, I'm not I'm keto. Sorry. No. no, but it's just like I I I'm not very good with fat, so you know it does give me a stomach ache. Mm. So um, um, yeah. So I've been buying in stuff just to make kind of nice salads and just you know having a bit of a colourful plate. And it's mm. there's a, like that satisfaction when you're like, and actually, really, I mean, I'm you know I've I uh I bought things that were easy to make. Cherry tomatoes, you have to chop them in one you know get those on the plate um I had a really nice like walled off salad yesterday with like you know um blue cheese and apple and walnuts mm. and and you know cucumber tomato lettuce um and it just made me really sort of like satisfied yeah so that's nice so that's kind of yeah thinking about food more I've I really got the, out of um, cooking so
1: yeah, but no, I was going to say. I guess that's about that—that that being mindful and noticing, isn't it? It's that slowing down and then paying attention, which is the starting point to all of it. Mm.
0: Yeah, and it was, and I think it's—you it, know—you get into these habits, like because in lockdown, you know, it was the first time that we'd all been at home. It was the first time my husband's been at home for that amount of time ever. You know, in the kids' lives, um you know, he, he normally works away at least sort of two two to three nights a week so that so he was cooking a lot because he was like which was really nice because we were super busy with the work stuff and he was like look I'll cook yeah. you know I'll make up for the time where you you did everything basically and you sort out your work stuff so that was really really nice but it's so easy how you can shift into habits mm. and then you're like hang on a second like how did I get here and I'm not actually sure whether this is my happy place because it essentially what happened was that I just work like from, you know, eight in the morning till seven in the evening when I go down and have dinner. And that's basically what I've been doing since February. Mm. So it's like, oh, hang on a second. I'm not actually sure whether this is, you know, the principle was good, but <laughs> seems to sort of need to put some boundaries in there. So that's something in my kind of toolkit is my work life. Yeah balance which tends to slip and to the point where I I I am I feel a little bit like I did when I was drinking in the fact that I literally don't know what else to do Mm. with my time other than work so I'm like uh what do I do what do I do like what do I like what do I do when I'm not working yeah so so that's quite an interesting one that's kind of come up that's quite an
1: indicator for you then isn't it Mm. that things might need to go back into balance that's interesting.
0: Yeah, so it has been. It's been a bit like, oh, hang on a second, um, you know. And so, trying to sort of take that back into balance a little bit. Yeah. Um, because you know, things, for example, that I really love, like listening to podcasts. I, you know, I haven't been listening to podcasts for ages. Um, you know, reading. Just, I haven't been doing anything else other than working. Really. Yeah. Um. So yeah so things that um but I have found some new podcasts that I will share and we'll put all these in the resources. So um ones that kind of spark joy. So Homo sapiens which is um a podcast like an LGBTQ+ podcast. Um I really like because It has really interesting guests and it's quite funny. Mm. Um there's a new one that I was listening to which sparked the joy because it's often that thing of like you're like you need that inspiration and then that can like boost you into something so there's this one called home cooking which is um the chef that did the Netflix series um I think it's called salt heat Mm. I can't remember what fat and something else um but she's really amazing she's so passionate about food and so she just does this this podcast it's just basically like ear food porn podcast <laughs> yeah. and they talk about like for hours about certain types of salt or certain types of you know
1: like oh my husband you know, love that
0: parsley or just yeah. you know and she, she's really like so people will phone in they be like oh I've got all this like corn flour what should, I, what should I do and she'll be like oh well you can make this cornbread and this and stuff so that really like evoked yeah. I guess this kind of re-investigation into food um what else been obviously both of us we've been listening to Brené Brown's Unlocking mm-hmm. Us which I'll let you talk about I think in a, in a moment mm. um one I haven't listened to but people have been talking about is conversation with Alanis Morissette and she's um she had Gabor Mate on there and and various different uh, people um, which apparently is really interesting. Um Conversations with Nova Reed, which is a really interesting podcast about um about uh racism and being, you know, and citizenship and um how to be anti racist. So that's I uh how to be a boss at aging, key uh Somerville's new podcast. I've been listening to that, which is good. Um Rose's podcast Sober Sex, which um is kicking my ass quite frankly uh, in the area of um, intimacy and all the things that I yeah don't know what to do with quite yet but it's certainly an interesting exploration to listen to that stuff and the other one um, which I really like is ear hustle and ear hustle is about um, it's it's written and produced by prisoners in one of the the sort of biggest prisons in i think it's in los angeles it's a really really amazing sort of story really amazingly produced sort of series of like real life stories mm. about life in prison so those are my that is my, my pod-kiss, 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 podcast 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 that's a new name for a podcast i like that um which is sparking joy and mm. yes that's kind of um and what else? What else have I been thinking? Spending a little bit more time on myself. Um yeah, like fashion, mm. you know, getting my nails done, stuff like that. I'm really not I'm I am quite a tomboy, I don't really care about any of that stuff. But like sometimes I think maybe I'd like to you know it's that thing it's like I don't know whether this is just because I can't be fucked and I really don't care or if it's because there's like a story there that I don't I'm not worth it do you know what I mean so um I think it's probably a bit both really um and I guess the biggest thing for me which I have been kind of encouraging a lot of people about is um getting a, a a light box, a lum- you know, a sort of mm-hmm. a light therapy box, because it's one of the things that's helped me hugely with kind of depression and change of seasons is is sunlight. You know, having that, I'm really, really conscious. As soon as th- there's blue sky outside, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then today, I'm like, oh my, dream is yeah. my bed. So yeah, so those are the things. It's that that thing of just um. Yeah, having a little look at what what's going on. Um, but you know, there's no certain, no need to sort of worry
1: about booze, which is mm. good. Yeah, which is amazing, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's amazing that we get to this point where we sort of almost take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It's well, I've what got. About you? Yeah, well, I was going to say you've got me. To, I've got my sun lamp on at the moment um it's very bright so i'm a bit scared for it at the moment um it literally looks like the moon it's like so big. No, it's like something that you might find in Area Fifty Two. You know, like <laughs> that area is a bit sci-fi, so I'm not 100 like down with it. And then I was like, oh, I can make it pink. And then you're like, no, no, it won't work if it's pink. That's just a nice light. It's not going to sort of do you any good. So I was like, oh, okay. So I've got to kind of spend a bit of time working out how to use that. But I'm interested to do that. Um, my what else have I done oh yeah so the the podcast like I don't like podcasts (laughs) which is so ridiculous but basically what it is is that I don't I have our household is like super verbal and really noisy so like we are a house full of musicians and talkers and arguers and expressers and so it is a very, very, very noisy household. And I often, what my and when I get stressed, it's because I need to, everything to go a bit quiet. And that's why, you know, I get that in yoga. I get that when I go to the woods. I get that when I drive. And it's like that, that sort of solitude that I need to balance my very verbal household. Um, but of them, so I have, though, when I was driving my son to school and back, um, the last, you know, last few weeks, I got into Brené Brown's, and there were two that I've listened to, which were really lit me up. Which were the Reese with a spoon, and is it Kerry Washington? Yeah. Like listening to those two women talking about how they made as as really great actors, because almost you know Reese with the spoon now sort of directing and like doing such great work in terms of representing and broadcasting amazing nuanced stories about women and mothers they were like she was saying you know with the little fires everywhere if she'd gone into an office a big hollywood office of the people who make the decisions like seven years ago she was like this would not have been made and it's really changing you know that people do want to watch things about mothers you know who knew because go back a few years it was just you know, you know your career is over when you have to play the mother role. And it's just not interesting and not nuanced and there's nothing there. And what was interesting about the two women in, in this was just that they could play, yeah, these interesting, not necessarily likable characters. And it was a massive blockbuster. So that that was awesome. And then I just listened to the one with Joe Biden um this last weekend. And I am not uh, a political animal because I find it very, 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 very fucking depressing. So it was interesting. I felt good. Like I felt proud of myself that I actually just, I only listened to it because it was like, it was Brené. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can cope with Brené. I, I trust Brené. Um, but I really, really liked that podcast and that conversation. And it sort of gave me a little bit of hope as well, which I think is important. Um and that brings me on to another thing, which is we've talked, we've had her on the podcast, which is one of my books that I'm reading at the moment is Bernadette's book, How to Be Hopeful. And this is just a beautiful book and I love it. So that's really nice. Um, and yeah, I mean, when we talked about this, we were talking about like, you know, we get into ruts and routines, don't we? And as you were talking about yours I was scribbling down things like hedonic adaptation again you know and that that the fact that we just get used to stuff and then it's like variety is the spice of life isn't it it's like that's that's the the, the key to it isn't it is just to change things up and then also I always find I don't think it occurred to me that I just as an adult I thought that I just like because physically you, you're not going through the changes that children are so visibly you can feel I can feel I'll say I can feel quite static like I'm not aware that I'm shifting from one phase to another or I might have changed and so that kind of reflection um, I suppose it's key for me at the moment because I'm going into the menopause So it's quite a good time for me to go, oh, okay, things really are changing. (laughs) Oh, okay. You know, what do I like? What don't I like? But it's such a good practice to have for us because, you know, I I was saying to you, wasn't I, that my husband used to really take the mick out of me and kind of, like, have, you know, shame me a little bit, like tease me, I suppose. Shame maybe is a bit of a harsh word for it. But there was a bit like, oh, you never read. Like he's a, he's like a compulsive sort of, he's always got a novel on the go. And then I realised what I do, and I, I did an English degree and then I stopped, I always said it ruined reading for me. So I didn't read for quite a long time. And now I just literally never stop reading books on kind of coaching and neuroscience. And I'm like absolutely obsessed with nonfiction. so... You know, like I'm always reading books. Like some of my favorites lately have been Atomic Habits, the one by Bernadette, How to Be Hopeful. Um, I've got one called Burnout that I saw online, which I haven't dived into yet, but I, I read a bit of it and I was like, I really love that. I love anything with anything that brings a sober angle on something or a scientific angle on something or a gender angle because you know I feel we what else would we be reading that Judd Brewer book judge Judston Brewer who is like a professor emeritus or whatever I can't remember where he is Yale and he's written some he does some great work around addictive behaviors but I read his book and I was like yeah it's good but I don't I don't yeah, but I'm not sure that's the whole picture um, because I don't think it answered a gender, from a gender perspective or a body up perspective or a, a somatic perspective. Mm. And I really love the fact that I can read around these subjects and I've, I can look at it through different lenses. So I think I just really love learning all the time. So those, those have gone in my toolkit. Yeah, I
0: really, I mean, and that's the thing, because I really admire that about you. It's that thing of like things you don't know your strengths, you know, until someone else points them out, because it's like, I have so many books about, you know, learning thinky, thinky books, I call them. And I'm like, oh, I can't quite. I mean, I've found a way because I list, I tend to listen to them on Audible and then I read them at the same time because I like to be able to sort of highlight stuff and go through. But I find it so hard to concentrate on, you know, learny, thinky, thinky books. Mm. Uh, whereas, like, yeah, I mean, I, I read novel after novel. So it's like it's a gift. It's a real skill. Like, you know, embrace it. You, you really oh. enjoyed the um, the book. Uh Meg Matthews book as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I
1: loved that. Yes. Read that. And that's not available. I would have bought that in um paperback. But it was available and I rinsed it in about twenty-four hours on Kindle. And that was really great. It really set me up for that. You know, it's that knowledge is power thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's that, and I didn't know and I was like, okay, well I need to know some stuff about what's going on with with my body now. Um and that was really helpful yeah
0: and yeah listening to you reminded me that um another thing that's been new on my toolkit but it's been hugely because I find stillness I'm the opposite like I, I find it really hard to be in quiet and I find it really hard to sit in stillness do anything meditation anything like that is still kind of completely off limits for me um but I have got new headphones that I got for my soberversary this year oh, yeah. and they are um what are they call sound
1: both um, boss boss ones
0: both yeah but they're they're sound um quieteners or i can't think of the right term but you know that like when you turn them on like they literally they 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 cut out all the si- sound around you um and they've been a real <laughs> I kind need of those. Yeah, uh, they 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 use the same technology that you have on the the ones you see kids having for festivals mm. and stuff like that, or you know you have on um, building sites. Yeah. So they 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 they
1: cut out all the outside like noise, like silencers sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. so
0: obviously it's an amazing experience when you're listening to music because you're literally like it's totally in your ears. It's nowhere else. You know, you're not getting any outside interference, but. There is that thing of when I turn them on, there's that little like ah in me, you know, because it does just create a bubble for me, essentially. So those have been great. And they, you know, sometimes I just when I need to think or I just need a bit of time out, I'll just listen to some music. And yeah, they've become quite meditative, I suppose, in my own way. Um, And the other thing which I use quite a lot um, is Um, comedy Mm. and this become more and more like because I found that if you go into the videos on Facebook there's lots of comedy sort of channels that you can follow and they'll be like from Saturday Night Live or from you know the Palladium or whatever but they'll have loads and loads and loads of videos so that's something when I'm feeling a bit like blur and a Mm. bit like rubbish I'll just um, watch some comedy and they're really accessible because if you don't like it you can just like look at the next one and and so I've been discovering loads of comedians that I didn't know and um yeah that sparks joy so that's the that's the thing isn't it so Mm.
1: um I've also got on a sensory level my toolkit and it's something that Jolene mentioned when we were talking to her on our Saturday things what they called in conversation with um and it's the the neil's yard a couple of neil's yard things the seaweed and arnica foaming bath stuff and can you buy is... that for me for christmas please yeah i can it is so nice and it is posh well it's not yeah. like mega mega posh it's not like joe malone kind of posh but it is you know it's not just like radox so i really like it i really 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 love it sorry radox um and also the women's blend, the essential oil, and um, my lovely one a uh, yoga teacher at the studio, um, called Fiona, who's really lovely. She does a nice restorative class and she when we were lying down, like she doesn't do it now because of Covid but i don't know why i laughed that's not funny she would put some on her hands and rub it together and then just as you were just kind of in shavasana just hold her hands over your face sort of a bit away so that you can inhale this beautiful smell of like, what is it and it's called woman's blends and it does really ground me and hug me it's really beautiful um and my heated blanket the heated blanket's gone back on the bed which is lush
0: yeah, my my um weighted blanket. Mm. That's I don't use it all the time, but it's when I don't it so it's it's on the sofa downstairs but when I can't sleep. Mm. I, it's kind of like that reassurance so like when i can't sleep upstairs in bed then i'll be like oh just go downstairs and once i put that go under that someone described it in the in the group which i loved it's like it's like being in a shell <laughs> <And it is. laughs>
1: i love that yeah oh, you kind you of get my, under it and then you have get have you stuck. seen my octopus teacher have you seen any of that no oh <laughs> uh, my octopus teacher is on netflix it's amazing it's this bloke in south africa who was, uh, was, he, was he? He did something. He was like a like a zoologist or something. He's uh, this South African guy, and him and his brother went off. Um, I mean, maybe they, I think it was something like the Zambezi, and went with like proper badass trackers. Um, and it really inspired him. And then he had this massive nervous breakdown, like in the most enormous, like you know, proper breakdown. And he put himself together by diving. Like literally just going out and doing free swimming off the South African coast, and basically he makes friends with an octopus, right? And is able to uh, form this kind of relationship with her, and then gets uh, such an insight into the behaviour of octopi, and they are amazing. They're like seriously, like they change (laughs) colour. they like change yeah. color and they and they and she and it is like they're my, super clever aren't they yeah yeah and there's really lovely like when she starts to trust him and like st- sticks out a kind of tentacle you
0: <laughs> know <laughs> i don't know why it's so funny, oh, it's so funny. I, I i'm definitely gonna watch this program but yeah. it's quite possibly the randomest thing that <laughs> you've <in> a while.
1: <laughs> my my um son thinks it's a bit like he, he says it's a bit pervy because he's just like, oh, it's got some, it's got an undertone that he's not sure about. And I was like, okay, well, maybe we won't go there then. Like maybe he likes the octopus a bit too much, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? When you're like, mm, okay. yeah, you might need to go back <laughs> to therapy or something. Oh, dear. Anyway, so I don't know where we got, why we got to get my octopus teacher. I know, it's beautiful. Oh, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we your kids like, um, they like a bit of nature don't they they do yeah yeah Yeah. no I like watching
0: programs like that you know they're good what else have I been watching on Netflix Hmm. no nothing springs to mind nothing worth mentioning No. um oh the other thing was that I got um I got back into sort of house design and home design um because we might move house and we might you know there is a kind of starting a project there Mm. and it was really interesting because I had a chat with a friend of mine and she said oh I'm not making any plans at the moment and I was like she was like I can't I can't face to make plans and then then be disappointed because of COVID and I was like Ha, that's interesting because I like I prefer to make plans and then have them cancelled than have no plans at all. You know, it's it's funny how different people's brains work. She's just like, no, I'll just live in the moment day by day and just try and enjoy my day and and make things really nice and just not focus on the future. And I was like, ah, interesting. Maybe I could learn something from you. Because I'm like, no, I'll just keep (laughs) dreaming and then be really gutted when it doesn't happen.
1: No, but my mum always says that you've got to, what is it? Something to laugh about. Someone to laugh with and something to plan or something is the secret I'm of happiness. To. Something yeah. like that. Joan Collins once said, which I've mentioned before. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, mum. So like Joan <laughs> Collins is a dude, though. Um, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, yeah. Thing, the other thing that yeah. I've got on because of then again talking about talking to women on the amazing people that inspired the themes in our book um, was talking to Amanda Grace last Saturday mm. and basically then went on Amazon immediately talking to you and bought loads of like art supplies and I am so excited they're coming today and I'm so excited to do them Um, and to dive into this kind of creative journaling practice that she that's her kind of signature isn't it sort of sort of stuff and it's it's this kind of practice where you you know right you were saying right crisscross and back to front and then cover it with lots of different multimedia and it's very sort of therapeutic and I'm like okay I really well I miss my musical theatre right so I need to have a creative practice of some kind so I did start playing the piano again the other day and doing some of this that's got to go in the toolkit
0: yeah Good for you. Yeah. yeah. And um there was something else I was gonna say as well, but slipped my mind. Um
1: no, don't know. This sort of takes me back to really what you know what we work with the group about, which is the balance model, you know. Whenever we look at the toolkit, I'm I think of body, we've we've touched on that, alignment or love. love, nurture creativity and enjoyment Con-
0: yeah it's actually connection and enjoyment but I'll
1: let you have that what did I say
0: you said creativity yeah but creativity goes into enjoyment mm. but, yeah yeah, it's, it's about that holistic sort of 360 look at yeah things and I think also it's like um it really depends on where you are in your journey like I know like we, we talk about this all the time and we're like oh and now I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna change this and oh I'm gonna add in this and it's like in the first couple of months it's like
1: yeah just one thing is the,
0: enough yeah one thing but is it's enough. like
1: Rose said all you need to do is just do the not drinking yeah. like the rest you just you know let it just let it go like don't feel like you've got to yeah because I know that if I was very early days I'd i might get like oh right I should, I'm, you know it would it would pique the interest of the inner critic and the inner perfectionist i'm not doing enough i'm not doing this right i'm not filling my toolkit enough and it's like that's that's not it it's like we're you know it's like seven years or whatever like you, yeah you you are ready to you know you explore and, and fill it up and you need to but yeah, yeah early days just keep it simple
0: yeah and it's that kind of you know It slowly, slowly opens up. And I guess that's the only kind of invitation, isn't it? It's like when you're drinking and when you're, you know, repeating behavior that doesn't, no longer serves you, you know, your life is really, really narrow. And it's like, Mm -hmm. so it's, I suppose, just the understanding that things open up and keep opening them up little by little. Mm -hmm. So when you get to those moments where you're like, Fuck this, I'm bored, or fuck this, this is really hard, or like, ah, God, I don't know what to do. It's like, let's open it a little
1: bit wider and see what we can find. But also, don't you think in the early days as well that, because it used to really annoy me that that whole thing about, I think I've spoken about it before, by that that people you know it was this that gets trotted out that you freeze at a certain age and therefore when you start drinking so therefore i've got the emotional intelligence and things and the capabilities of a teenager and it's like well actually let's look let's challenge that let's look at from a strength based perspective let's see what you've been doing already and what is already in your toolkit and maybe we need to, in the early days, you just go, well, I already do like a bath or I do run. Great. You know, how's that? And that's working if you keep going and you will. So don't, you know, like you will already identify things in your toolkit that already work for you, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just that recognition of what does yeah, work. And I suppose and it's more that and certainly for me at the moment, it's more that it's just like I just I let things things get busy they do things get busy so life gets busy and then you go oh hang on a second (laughs)
1: I've got a bit stale yeah I'm not sure feeling
0: that great I think I need to just have a little compassionate and you know unshaming kind of look at things
1: yeah um a gentle inquiry indeed (laughs) (laughs) so um we should talk about the exciting the thing is that I'm really excited about, and you're really excited about as well at the moment. Well, what, two things Are that yeah, I'm maybe really clapping. We can't see each other. Um, obviously, our Love Sober Life School, which is all about this sort of stuff, um, yeah. which we're starting soon. But we've we've talked we've talked about that. But we still have places. So if you do want to do a three month course with us, a group coaching program um, that looks at really that the balance model, holistic self care really tools to get stay and love sober then visit lovesober.com and you'll see uh, you'll see it there so uh, we've done a little video about it and you know and then send us, you know send us some questions if you if you wanna you know if you've got any further questions um so that's starting in a couple of weeks to take us all the way through holiday season thanksgiving december and dry january so that's super exciting um and the other thing we're doing, because of course we did we didn't want to break, is we're collaborating, we're working in collaboration with the coaching academy. Um, can you tell I've I've kind of I've yeah. kind of gone off the boil a bit. I'm getting a bit distracted. So do you want to talk about that?
0: Okay. So yeah, so I think it's because we're so overwhelmed by it. I think that's why we're like, oh my god. So yes, yeah, so we since Wow, since January isn't it really this year so while we were sort of finishing off the book um, uh, Kate won was finalist for the the coaching academy awards uh, and when she was there she had a conversation about the work that we do um and we were invited to a meeting mm-hmm. to discuss the work that we do and potentially collaborating. And so we've been working on this project um, since January um, because there are no courses like the one that we are creating um, in the, the UK and Europe, in the world, I would actually say. Yeah, I would. Um, and so they are very kind of um, interested in developing um the skills of coaches in the area of addictive behaviours and habits. Um, And so, yeah, so we're collaborating with them. um, And the first step will be a coaching conversation, which is on the... 3rd
1: of November, so that's next Tuesday.
0: And Um, that's a free event. So it's open to coaches, anyone that's interested in becoming a coach, uh, any practitioners that are interested in developing... Uh, their skills in the area of kind of um, habitual behaviour, addictive behaviours, looking at, you know, what's going on with everyone and how these things are coming up for people in all different areas of life, Um, you know, be it sort of kids using smartphones or playing games or be it internet shopping or gambling or you know drinking um you know that the the neuroscience at the base is the same and it's just uh, a mechanism to relieve stress or pain or anxiety and um people use different methods and so you know coaching in this area is really just to give you that base of going to be able to sort of wherever you are as a coach be able to sort of listen in and go Hmm. Should we talk a little bit more about that? You know, how does that feel for you? And how is that playing out? And, and what are the consequences of that behaviour? You know, and, and knowing when when it is a conversation and when it's not as well. And I think that's really key and something we've noticed, and something we feel really passionate about. and And this was part of our conversation that we had with when we did ICAD, the International Conference of Addiction and Associated Disorders, was there's a lot of cowboy going on um, and no wonder kind of, um, you know, med- medical doctors or psychologists are not necessarily referring coaches because, um, you know, that...
1: There's that's, a lack of transparency yeah. about what what the training is yeah and yeah. good practice so and you practice, you know you see yeah.
0: people calling themselves a coach, and it's like where did you train and what's the kind of qualification so robust training you know highly qualified certified and uh reliable coaches is what we need in this area to help more people, so we're super super excited to be yeah. able to contribute to that and um so if you're interested the 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 link is on this um on the show notes and also we'll be putting it up you know on on instagram and on and on uh, the website on the website so yeah click mm. on it. it's a free event so there's no obligation just come and have a listen it's called it's a convers coaching conversation yeah. um with between us and the coaching academy so yeah if you're interested in in working in this area then please come along mm.
1: I think okay. that's it. Yes, What's it your is. reason to love sober in your tip of the day before um, we go? My reason to love sober is all the, is the exploration. Is the, yeah, is the exploration and the, I think also it's the ability to be vulnerable. Like maybe I'm thinking of that because Brene Brown, but I was thinking about what I just said then and thinking, oh, maybe we should, I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's and then I just thought, well, it's okay though, isn't it? It's okay. It's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth, and a lot of us do. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean anything apart from that. That's the truth, <laughs> and it's it's okay to say that. So I think it's the. Yeah, I think I think it's that. It's that that ability to kind of be vulnerable and then recover from the vulnerability hangover and go, okay, that that's actually okay its growth you know it's growth so what about you um my reason to love
0: sober yeah i think it's that thing of being able to fall in love with things again like if i look back to when i was drinking and when i was struggling so much like i just had no joy <laughs> i'd like no joy about anything Really, um, other than my kids. Um and that was, you know, if I'm completely honest, that was limited, like everything just felt incredibly hard work. And like how cool is it that I'm like, ooh, I made myself a salad and I liked the colours and it was so yeah. pretty and I loved it, you know. It's like, god, I was not in that place when I was drinking at all. Um and i and i love the fact that i can reflect on that and get that gratitude hit of just like oh yeah mm-hmm. like you know the struggle is so hard like so so hard mm. but being able to recover from that and then live your life again is like such a gift mm. so
1: and it is and you know what's so beautiful about that that's i is that that's what happens, isn't it? If, because as our brains and our bodies recover, I mean, from a, a scientific level, the dopamine things work and we, we find enjoyment in other things again. And it's so, I just did not know that was going to happen. I just thought I wouldn't have hangovers. I had no idea that I would come alive. Yes. Yeah, right. It's amazing. Yeah. it's amazing. Tip of the day uh tip of the day drink water i
0: think we say this yeah. quite often but like especially the heating going on now i'm finding myself really dehydrated um so yeah make sure you drink water
1: yeah. and my, you... my tip of the day would be to go to the toilet brilliant <laughs> it's like a yin and yang aren't we because you're saying in yeah and get I'm it in saying, get it out yeah, to count them in and count them out um, <laughs> But um, the reason I say that is that I often when I'm busy I will feel stressed and then I will go, I actually needed to go to the loo for the last three hours and I hadn't stopped. So again, it's that like slowing down and paying attention and do make sure that you go to the loo, especially if you're menopausal. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't
0: think I could last three hours I, mean, I gave over.
1: Uh, work work the pelvic floor. No, that's like a, an, an advert for tenor lady, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> keeping it real, dude. Okay, so um, if you're immediately concerned about your drinking, please do reach out to us or to other sober communities online. Um, alcohol change, if you're in the UK, as agencies of local support. Obviously, this is your medical provider, your GP's. Soberistas has anonymous ask the doctor service, but do send up a flare. We love to hear from you as well. So say hello on info at love sober or on the instagram accounts or whatever say hi we love to speak to people and um take care up the self-care and uh, we'll see you next week for more chats
0: bye